0: Welcome to the Avista Senior Living podcast. This is our inaugural podcast. I'm Craig Alstrom, and I'm with the founder of Avista Senior Living, Chris Woolley.
1: Thanks, Craig. Nice yeah. to be here.
0: We wanted to get together. We, we were brainstorming recently on how we can help give information to our customers. This year's been a little bit uh, out of the ordinary, right? A little lot. A little lot out of the ordinary. So we were, Chris and I, and some of the team were were experimenting or talking at at Avista how we can help. The customers know a little bit more about Avista Senior Living when there's not as much activity going into the communities as there used to be. Mm-hmm. And so this, is, uh, this was a result of that discussion and we wanted to come together a couple times a month and provide some, some just insights. We just want to go inside of Avista a Senior Living and we thought there's probably no better way to start than to just get uh, Chris here who's been uh, grinding away at Avista Senior Living for what, 10 years now? Almost,
1: a little over nine.
0: A little over nine years. And we thought it'd be a good opportunity to start and let Chris share a little bit about who he is, how the company started, uh, just give us some insights into you know, why, why we did this, why you did this, and, and where you see this, this Avista Senior Living Train going in the future. So we have a few questions here that we're gonna ask, and um, we can just have some dialogue. So, um, But the first question we're gonna go into Chris is, Give everybody some insights into how you started Avista Senior Living.
1: Sure, well, it's great to be here. Thanks, Craig, and little shout out to you and Karsten Ellsworth for, um, you know, having the idea to do this. I think it's a great way for us to to expand our our reach and and touch points with our customers and and the people in the community. Um, So it was a little over nine years ago that we started the company. And at the time I was working for a big multinational company that focused on on building and managing apartment communities. And prior to that, I had been working in, in the banking world in New York City and, and elsewhere. And and I always enjoyed, um, you know, the teams that I was involved with and the projects that we were working on. Uh, but there was something missing in the the projects we were developing. I, I always felt a little far removed away from the customer. And, um, I, when I was with the previous company, it's called Graystar Real Estate Partners. Um, you know, we 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 had this opportunity to um, manage a portfolio of age-restricted apartments, and that was when I had my eyes first open to the senior living space, and it just really spoke to me. Um, I, uh, I I I thought that this is this is an area where I could really put my efforts and abilities to, to, to good use and to, to try and um, meet the needs of, of the aging seniors that, that need a great setting and a housing environment and care. And so long story short, I ended up um, after some time deciding to leave them and venture out on, on my own with the backing of um, a couple of great investors that are still with us today. So that, in a nutshell, that's what happened. And it was the summer of 2011. Nice. So. Uh, we started with our first project, which is uh, still in our portfolio. Um, it's in downtown Mesa. and And I should say right around the same time that I was getting started, you know, you and your partners and your father were starting your own senior living company out in East Mesa. And one of our one of my investors introduced me to Craig um, and Craig senior and uh, and that started our our connection and our relationship that, um, several years later blossomed into us joining forces and we've always we always said at the time you know gal this is this would be this would be more fun if we were doing this together and yeah. I think having fun while we do what we do is an important part of what we what we try to try to do and just like it's important for um, our residents and the staff members in our communities to, to try and have fun as well so
0: yeah that's, that's right I remember that uh, <laughs> we would have like weekly well at least, a couple of times a month, Panera Bread lunches. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, we always go back to that quote. We'd have so much more fun together trying to, you know, figure out these challenges. And if we were solo, so. yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, for sure. So, what do you like? What 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 is the biggest contrast between your prior job and this one? I mean, a lot of similarities, but differences too. Yeah,
1: I mean, right? the similarities are are the the physical buildings themselves is. Um, is, an, is a setting where there's basically apartment units, um, individual units, and there's common area amenities, a dining room or a lobby or an activities room and things of that nature, a theater to watch movies, etc. a courtyard outside. Those, those elements were quite similar and the maintenance and the care of the building itself was quite similar, but we focus specifically on aging seniors that need a little help. Um, and, and maybe wanna avoid the isolation of living in their own homes by themselves, um, and maybe want to be closer to family. A lot of our customers maybe have moved from out of state to, be, to come here to Arizona or to Utah to be closer to their grown children who work and live in the communities where we, where we operate. And so um, that's a very key difference, is the clientele, the customers that we serve in the senior living world are are just that they're the they're the aging seniors that have lived longer than any of us and bring such a unique perspective um, um, and each one has their own life history which is so fascinating and and I feel like relative to my experience in the apartment world we are able to bond with our customers in such a unique and special way that is more meaningful than than we ever did in the apartment world so
0: Yeah, that personal touch, I've heard you talk about many times, is very different Uh, in the senior living world that you're in now versus where you came from. A Lot more employees needed to run assisted living communities too, right? I mean, what are some of the additional departments now that are in each community that you didn't have to deal with previously? Yeah, so
1: we have a whole like resident care function that didn't exist in my prior world. And so we will have, A licensed nurse or nurses on our staff in each of our communities and they're available typically 24 hours a day. Um, There's a whole a whole team of certified caregivers and medication technicians that administer medication or support the resident in taking any medications or assisting them with their activities of daily living. and there's a whole dining component which is very, very different in the apartment world. That wasn't part of the part of the yeah. package that you that you were buying into when you moved into the apartment community. Um, and in some cases it's or in, in every case it should be. The dining experience is such a key part of what we do. You know, multiple times a day we're we're producing meals and delivering meals and creating a dining experience that hopefully is, is very meaningful for all of our, our residents. And families are, in a, in a pre-COVID world, family members oftentimes will, will, will come in and participate in those meals with the residents and that's just, that's a special honor to be able to prepare the meals and serve the meals um, and provide that experience three times a day. Um, we also have a robust activities or life enrichment um, program at each of our communities. And some of our, act, our activities directors, as we call them or sometimes life enrichment directors, these are some of the most fun individuals that you'll come across. They they wake up every day and they get to plan and and uh, carry out really meaningful activities with our residents. Um, just the other night, I took two of my daughters to um, one of our actually our downtown Mesa location. We had a little Halloween event in the evening. The weather's just really f- nice outside right now here in Arizona. And just to see the joy in the eyes of our residents as they're socially distanced and, yeah. and proper, you know, masking and so forth, as they're interacting and listening to a, a visiting, you know, musician play, play music and so forth. So there's activities, there's dining, there's care. Uh, those are some of the key features that are, that are unique and special in our, in our environments.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, like you said, the, the, COVID, uh, the COVID 2020 that we're in right now has made activities and socialization a little bit more complex, right?
1: Difficult. Very, very difficult. But our people are getting so creative. Um, in one of our communities, they ordered um, quail eggs from eBay and, <laughs> and, and created this entire quail habitat in the community where these quails birthed and hatched and, and are now by the way it doesn't take very long before those baby quails are able to reproduce but we just we've gotten very creative to find ways of doing things where um we didn't have to be that thinking that out of the box before before yeah. covid really hit so. wasn't
0: that uh, the heber team heber, that was utah? the heber team heber utah You gotta give kelly a shout out that's, and that's
1: right and laura and yeah kelly laura child and, laura. and kelly kelly jensen
0: yeah i'm glad you said that the creativity that we've seen this year has been been phenomenal and uh even though uh, it's been different, it's been very awesome to see these people at the properties rise to the occasion.
1: Yeah and you know that reminds me of something else. you know I I left the apartment business and got into this world in large part because I felt such a strong desire to serve the customer, the, the aging seniors and I know you did too, Craig. It was a big motivating driver and it continues to be a huge underpinning foundational driver of what we wake up every day and and go to work to do but something i didn't anticipate which is super special is the relationship and the the meaningful engagement we have with the rest of our team and our employees and uh, we just mentioned a couple of them up in utah right now but we could go to any one of our locations and talk about our awesome people in each of those locations. And that has, I mean, um, I've always been a people person and and that's why I think this, this business is a good fit for me and I know you are as well, but I didn't realize how important the connection between our teammates would be for me personally and for our teammates. And it's one of the most special aspects of what we do and it really makes it meaningful. Um, so the residents, the teams, Uh, all that coming together really creates a, a, just a super, you know, meaningful and powerful experience for everyone involved. And I think that's really something cool about what we do.
0: Yeah, this is, this is for sure a people business. I remember being at an apartment uh, building a few weeks ago and I remember asking the director on site, I said, you know, how many employees work here day to day? And and, uh, he said like three, three or four, you know, and I was just like, a similar sized assisted living community had like fifty or sixty employees, mm-hmm. right, every day that are coming in and out and and so it's uh it's uh it's it's a little bit more complex. Well, a lot, lot of bit more complex a lot of bit more complex. <laughs> and
1: especially in a year like twenty twenty, I mean to see the way our employees have risen to the challenge of a global pandemic and like relentlessly stepped up day in and day out. I mean, we talk about the heroes on the front line in the healthcare industry. While not while we aren't necessarily a kind of a healthcare setting per se, we absolutely are waking up every day working on the betterment of the health of our residents and our employees are absolutely part of those heroes that that we hear we hear and talk about so much and so this year more than ever we've seen it in action and it's been really it's been really special.
0: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Um, with 2020 and with the coronavirus situation, what other what other parts of the business have been different for us, in your opinion, this year? Like, what's what else has been impacted uh,
1: well, regularly? Well, one of the biggest issues, unfortunately, is the reduction in visitation from family members and loved ones who otherwise would come and visit their loved one, the residents in our community. Um, on a daily or very frequent basis, and so that has um, that has been a challenge for everyone involved, for the residents, for the staff, and for those loved ones who desperately have wanted to be with uh, with their mother, their spouse, or their relative or their friend, and so. Um, but again, you know, everyone's been challenged in 2020 and it's been great to see the creative ways that people have been able to work through that and, uh, and support, find different ways to, to bridge that gap through technology, through outside settings when, when you know, the Department of Health Services has allowed for a little bit more relaxation on those visitations outside. Um, we, we've done a lot more of that, but that's probably been the biggest, Craig, is the visitation. Yeah.
0: I could see that. I mean, a lot of the customers that come to any one of our communities come to socialize. They want to be with people. Uh, many of them have been, you know, at home more or less solo um, for yeah. a lot of years, for a lot of months. And, and so coming to a community, they had time to make friends and, and experience life in ways that they weren't, you know, at their house by themselves. And, um, and so when all of a sudden we were shut into you know all their own rooms and, and there was a lot more isolation at the community it was very challenging and still it, it is challenging still yeah. right we're not we're not finished completely with that
1: one, one thing I'll mention on that too though I think um, as a result I've heard feedback I know we both have from our communities that the relationships between residents and the staff and the residents has become all that more meaningful this year during this period of more isolation. And, and thankfully in our settings, there still are so many people living under one roof, taking the necessary precautions. We've had to really adjust our dining yeah. um, and our activities, but the, the, the residents have still found ways to bond in super special and meaningful ways. And likewise, the staff and the residents, that already strong bond has, has gone to new levels during this, this crazy year that we've been living in.
0: Yeah, and all the other you know methods that people communicate these two these days too makes it easier. I mean, FaceTime and yeah. um, got they're doing window visits. I, that's not technology related, but window visits have been stuff that you know ways that people have continued to communicate with their loved ones. It but it has been totally different and challenging. And the staff have, the teams have risen risen up and risen to the occasion. So it's been awesome, um, but challenging. So Chris, one of the reasons. Um, we're doing this is to help people know a little bit more about Avista Senior Living, about you, about uh, the company. If somebody was researching an Avista Senior Living community right now, what advice or suggestions would you give them as they're looking to, you know, fulfill a need that they have or their loved one has?
1: Well, I I think I would first start by saying, you know, um, there's a lot of great um, communities out there. There's a a lot of the people that are drawn to this industry uh, are drawn to this industry for similar reasons that, that attracted you and me to this business. And there's a lot, of, a lot of our competitors are friends of ours and people that we have a lot of respect for. And so um, I, I, think it's, I think that's great. And I think um, everybody needs to do their own due diligence and their own research and try to find a way to tour the communities um, and get a sense for if the feel is right. For you or for your loved one, and a lot of times there's multiple decision makers in the process, right? It's not just one individual deciding if he or she wants to move into our community or whatever community. Sometimes there's other family members or close friends that are, you know, very involved and in, and 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 very much involved in the decision making process. And so, uh, I think taking the, enough time to be thoughtful about, you know, visiting the communities and meeting m- as many of the staff as you can. I think that that is all to to the betterment of your your homework, so to speak. But about as it relates to Avista and, and our communities, um, you know, it's it's kind of you know we have some that are, are very similar to each other, um, and we have some communities that are that are actually very different from the others. Um, but we do have some unifying principles and values that we, that we have really worked hard to infuse throughout the organization and, and that we've used as sort of guideposts for us as, you know, you and your role and me and mine as we're leading this, this business. And maybe it's worth mentioning what those values are to us. For the first is kindness. Um, you know, we really strive to attract and hire and retain and develop and promote people within our organization that embody kindness and to their core you know if, if that's not your starting point it's probably not gonna be a good fit for you with us in our organization as an employee um, the second is dependability we know as we talked about in this year of, of of a pandemic we need people and we need to be dependable to our customers and to our residents and their family members our business is we operate 24 hours a day 365 days a week and so Just having an underpinning of dependability is really important to us. The third is honesty uh, in all of our relationships. Um, And we, we, we understand that while we want to provide the very best experience for all of our residents and employees, sometimes we don't hit the mark. We come up short. And I think being honest and transparent with ourselves and with the people that we report to, each other and our customers, is really critical. So honesty is the third. Uh, the third value. The fourth is innovation. You know, there's a lot of change going on in our industry right now. A lot of really exciting new design elements and technology that's being infused into the operations and telemedicine and, um, and things like that. And, and just in every aspect of our business, whether it's dining or housekeeping or maintenance or activities or the care, we want to try and be, to be innovative in every little bit of what we're doing. And the fifth one um, which i love is mentorship we we and craig knows this he's wired like this as well we really want to see our employees grow and and expand the role and the opportunity that they have whether it's with us or or if they move on to something else in their career journey we want to be supportive of that and for the time that they're with us we want to do all we can to help mentor and encourage them in their journey so those are kind of the things that you know, values-wise really shape who we are and how we think about what we do every day.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Well said, the five values. I I echo everything that you said, and I think it's really important. Um, So Chris, you mentioned um, that visitation is restricted at the communities uh, right now. how does somebody who wants to get in and learn about a community even see a community these days? Like, what? How do they get more information like that?
1: Yeah. So historically, you'd go in person and you would take a tour, thirty minutes or an hour or more, and one of our um, one of our community relations directors would would be the point person to escort you or your loved one through that process. And we'd even love to have you come and join us for a meal at lunch or dinner. Um, or participate in an activity. Um, In some of our jurisdictions right now where we operate, that's not possible. Um, And so we have, earlier this year, we made a a pretty substantial investment to um, create a virtual touring capability where um, those same community relations directors can um, walk you through virtually either on a computer screen or a tablet or on a handheld device you can you can see and take a tour virtually of the community with um, one of our people explaining to you well this is our dining room this is where you know this is where we serve meals three times a day and or one of our dining rooms and and or this is our activities room and so that happens um, that happens virtually right now and we have a really kind of a slick ability to do that, that prior to 2020, we didn't have. So that was one of the things that came out that we innovated on earlier this year.
0: Yeah, the technologies have really advanced. So it's awesome that uh, people are coming in that way, can still see the properties uh, as they do their research. Because one thing we know is the needs have still been there. People are still needing assisted living services, memory care services, but uh, for one reason or another, they've just been a little bit more hesitant during this time, yeah. understandably, right? Understandably. And so there are still ways to poke your nose in a community during this time. It might be virtual, but it should be um, relatively easy if you just ask one of the sales directors or, or uh, one of the staff members at any of the communities, they'll be able to guide you through that. Yeah, that's right. So, so Chris, tell us a little bit about your hobbies, your family, Give us some personal. <laughs> give us some personal insights into who you are when you're not at work.
1: Um, my you're busy when you're not at work. <laughs> my wife, my wife, her name is Heather. We've been married for a little over 18 years. Um, we met in New York City, actually, um, just a little bit after September 11th when that all happened. That's a whole separate podcast. Yes, we can talk about seriously. that. But um, we have been blessed with five amazing children, um, ages 16 down to six, and most of which are girls. We have four girls and one son, and they're the they're the joy of our life and. And so they keep me very busy. They keep us very busy and, you know, with school and activities. And, and um, we live in Mesa, Arizona. And um, just very grateful to be along for the, the ride and the journey with, with all of that, all that that entails.
0: What's busy, your work life or your home life? Yes. <laughs> Busier? Yes. They're both busy. They're both busy. Yeah. Yeah, both seem to be very
1: busy for sure. Yeah. You. It's a good busy, though. A good Thankful busy. to be busy. They're different busies. Yeah, they for are.
0: For sure. Well, anything else, Chris, you want to say or anything else you want to address? Like, what else are you thinking? Yeah,
1: you I, I, you? I just think that, I think this is going to be a really fun and informative channel for us to um, to to allow different perspectives to be shared and broadcast through this, this podcast medium. And I think it's going to be really fun, um, you know, you know, and again, this is this is another idea that's innovated out of the 2020 you know pandemic year that we're in, and so I'm excited to be you know sitting here and, and visiting with you, Craig, and and I'm just excited for the future. I know it's been a it's been a rough patch for all of us this year, but um, you know this this too shall pass, and I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a very bright future with a lot of wonderful things for for us, for our, our residents, and our teams, and, and, and the broader senior living world in general. So those are my, my thoughts. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. So yeah, thanks for your time, Chris. Great. A good discussion. Um, stay tuned. We're going to come back with some more good content. We have a good lineup of, of different team members from all the different disciplines. And we'll have some other guests. And Carson Ellsworth, uh, who's on our team, has done a great job lining some things up. So we're excited to to share some insights and info so you can kind of feel like you got get on the inside of a Vista Senior Living to an extent. So Sounds good. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. See you later.